an unprotected soul can no more cross the storms of the warp than a heretic can bear the gaze of the Inquisition. Evaluation of Anomalous Vessel EX32-26 Supplementary Report Codex Necrons 3rd Edition Page 10 By Andy Chambers Narrated by R.J. Bailey Evaluation of Anomalous Vessel EX342-26 Supplementary Report Commit to Imperial Record CHT 16-2326 Inquisition Record 2141-2452 Crossfile to Space Hulks FG Necron AA Input Date 8551980M39 Input Clearance Ship Commissar Strom Author Captain Fellstorm Transmitted Indomitable Presence Chloras System Transmitter Astropath Prime Caleb Receiver Astropath Terminus Gulbrecht Thought for the Day Vigilance is your shield the ongoing salvage operation aboard the Space Hulk Unholy Harbinger has been halted by a deeply disturbing discovery made aboard the Hulk, leading directly to the death of Inquisitor Daska and several of my crew. Deep within the core of the Unholy Harbinger, we found a small but dense asteroid approximately three meters in diameter and displacing an estimated 37 tons. This in itself is not an uncommon feature of such large hulks. In this case, however, the asteroid was not of natural origin, but a fragment of some larger, artificially built structure. Using suspensors, we were able to lift the fragment out of the deck of the Hulk. On the underside, previously concealed, was an embedded construct, roughly arch-shaped, but with its lines interwoven in such a way that they blurred into one another. The effect was unsettling in the extreme. Simply viewing the shape caused three of my crew to suffer sudden, violent epileptic seizures. It proved impossible to identify the materials from which it is constructed, as each attempt yielded different results. Our augers were hopelessly distorted, and no tools available to us could mark, let alone penetrate, the substance from which it was constructed. After considerable reference to our databases, we made a match between the material comprising the fragment and pre-human ruins discovered on Tamar 4 in 788-M38. The Tamar report detailed a pyramid, partially made of a similar substance, which had defied investigation by a specialist Adeptus Mechanicus research team. It did reveal that the pyramid was associated with a race of mechanical beings called the Necrons. 
There were further cross-referenced reports to which only Inquisitor Daska had the required clearance. Having studied them, he ordered me to put the indomitable presence on full battle alert and to stand two hundred miles off Unholy Harbinger. From this point onwards, only Inquisitor Daska and his specially selected investigators were to have access to the Hulk. I assumed that Necron artifacts were unstable in some way, and gladly moved my ship out of harm's reach. It was on their fourth trip to the Hulk that the investigation started to go wrong. I was on the bridge of the indomitable presence when a major energy spike was detected from the Hulk. Further augurs revealed that unholy Harbinger's functional engine had been activated. I immediately tried to contact Daska, but got no response. So I voxed Tech Priest Mesuko instead. He was a loyal and efficient member of my crew, and I could be sure of his cooperation. He informed me that Daska had ordered a power feed to be set up to the construct from the Hulk's reactor. The procedure was hazardous enough, but the construct was absorbing energy at a worrying rate. I did not have the authority to counter the Inquisitor's order and had to break contact, as Mesuko was needed to perform a supplication to keep the main energy conduit working. It was almost ten minutes before I could re-establish contact. In that time, I conferred with ship's commissar Strom, who agreed that we should load torpedo bays and lock all weapons onto the Hulk. When Masuko replied, he was wildly elated, calming down long enough to root his bionic eye's optical field to the bridge. The picture was of poor quality, but I could make out the asteroid fragment. The construct was glowing, looking even more like an arch or gateway filled by a swirling mist. The asteroid fragment, which had been fist-shaped, was now larger, forming a smooth wall behind the portal, and seemed to be expanding backwards, like a small fortress. The surface looked like obsidian, braced with silver, and from its core emanated a pulsing, sickly green glow which filled the chamber. I could see Inquisitor Daskar standing closest to it, while the tech adepts scurried around him. Strom looked over my shoulder. I remember him saying that, whatever his intent, Daskar was treading the path to heresy. I told him it was more likely the path to suicide, as at each corner of what was now a small fortress, projections that were Plainly, weapons were taking form. I tried to order Masuko to cut the energy feed, but he could not hear me over the deep, resonating hum of the device, absorbing all the power the Hulk's reactor could provide. I knew then that Daska, Masuko, and the rest of the boarding party were dead men.
and looked away. As I told my gunnery officer to prepare to fire, I saw the look of horror on Strom's face and could not help looking back at the screen. Lightning shot from the alien device's weapons to tear at the men around it. The picture tumbled sideways. Masuko was hit and falling, but the transmission continued, albeit with heavy static. The portal flared, and a hunched, metallic creature stepped through it. Daska, to his credit, already had his bolt pistol in his hand, and a line of explosions across the monster's chest was testament to his accuracy. My hand was raised and ready to order my gunnery officer to open fire. I held it aloft as I watched the metal thing fall. By my side, Strom snarled encouragement to the embattled Inquisitor. Even as the first enemy fell, though, three others stepped through the portal. Daska fired at them, too, but this time his shots found no weak spots in their metal hides. Daska calmly reached for a fresh magazine, but before he could load, all three fired at him. He was held in the beams, writhing as layer after layer of his skin was stripped away until all that was left was a bloody rag doll. I watched him fall, and then watched the robot he had destroyed get back to its feet. I let my arm fall. We had surveyed Unholy Harbinger for some time, so we knew where to aim. One salvo of torpedoes detonated the working reactor. The Hulk started to crack open, ending the transmission from Masuko's eye. I widened the range and kept firing at every fragment large enough to target until the debris was spread through the system. I do not know why Daska took such a chance. I assume that the creatures I saw were Necrons. As for that device, that black monolith, I have no idea. I have ordered a full sweep of the debris field, but will not take further action without fresh orders. I await your instructions. The Emperor protects. You have been listening to Evaluation of Anomalous Vessel EX-342-26 Supplementary Report Codex Necrons, 3rd Edition, page 10 Written by Andy Chambers Narrated by R.J. Bailey Thank you to Andy Chambers for writing the fiction that I grew up with. Thank you to Graham McNeil for helping attribute the right authors to their individual stories. This production, like all of Oldex, is entirely unofficial and uncommercial. From an out-of-print publication, is a derivative work, with all copyrights owned by Games Workshop, and is a celebration of the hobby and lore I grew up with. If you have suggestions for other Oldex fiction for me to narrate on this channel, you can comment or contact me on Twitter at RJ Bailey. Links are in the show description. You can and should follow Graham McNeil on Twitter at Graham McNeil, and you can find his website at graham-mcneil.com.
www.ghostbusiness.com.